0: I never really put anything about my family on social media, but I'm really focusing on that, you know, focusing on being a great father, being there with my kids, spending time with my kids. That keeps me mentally in shape. Get ready to tune into stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career and their
1: communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. What's up, man? It's Scott. Of course, today I have with me Jason Piccolo. And by the time this drops, unless I do a special release, uh, he'll have already spent a weekend with me and Josh and Alex and all the guys coming to the big event, doing really cool things. So uh, Jason is, boy, we'll have to kind of get the details from him because his life has already changed since I first met him. But uh, he's been a border agent, among many other things. He's an author. He's a podcaster. He's a TV... Host type guy, he's you do everything, Jason. Welcome to the show, man.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, my uh, my title has changed over the past uh, you know, 30 years, I should say. Now, 30 years I've been and this September or no, next September will be 30 years I've been doing something for the government or something. So, yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting life so far. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, <laughs> like I said, when I first met you, you're like, oh, I work for court TV and. You're doing a bunch of firearm stuff and you were you are you're also a professor or teach courses at least in high in college um, I know you love to rock you have the protagonist um, podcast among other things so seriously what all are you doing right now
0: right now I'm just living my second life I like to call it you know i I always give this kind of talk about how most of my life up – I'm 49, so most of my life up to 40 was always about building this professional resume, this resume that, hey, you know what? I'm going to get a corporate gig. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, even though I work for the government. But it would always be something that would be like either career progression or something. So I have like every certification you can imagine. I got master's, doctorates, you know, writing and stuff like that. But then when I hit 42, 43, I said, you know what? I need to start working on my personal resume. And that's why I do a lot of different things, whether it's rucking, whether now it's physical fitness, whether it's biking, shooting. I love shooting and writing and TV stuff and podcasting. That's kind of like my my thing I love doing now. Mm-hmm. So that's why you'll see I do a lot of different things and I try to become an expert at all. So, I mean, it's it's very interesting, very busy. And on top of that, I'm a dad and I love being a dad. And a yeah, guy.
1: yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I pay attention to your content and so uh near and dear to my heart of course i'm not you know leo or ex military or anything so you know um you're you're out there rocking all the scott, time scott i'm going
0: to stop you right there listen being in leo being ex military none of that changes anybody from being what i call yeah. a protector or what i call a protagonist someone that you scott you're taking charge of your life you're doing a lot of physical fitness stuff you're out there with your son you're doing a lot of different things that shows that you are the hero of your story so i, I awesome. you know that's the other thing is like the military and law enforcement they're just chapters in my life but it, they're not the full story and that's the same thing with everybody else you don't
1: have to be former anything to be yeah, the protagonist. And i like that because i have noticed that about you like and so you're doing a lot of rocking right now and which is awesome i absolutely love to rock i probably rock four to seven times a week um you know so i'm putting my miles in i'm having i'm breaking my shoulders i feel like every time but um you're and you're really into shooting right now which is incredible i i love watching the journey and you recently got into shotguns we could talk forever on like you were doing lever action you're doing shotguns you're doing competitive like pistol and um courses and (laughs) all sorts of things but seriously, you, your life um, as a public servant, that's about – that—is that door closed or almost closed?
0: It may be closed in January. I'm looking at retirement, or I may retire. Um, eventually, I might get back into public service, whether that's in a political realm or sheriff or police or something. But right now, I'm just going to like – I'm looking at retirement next year, then
1: kind of see yeah, what happens from yeah. there. Um, you have a book that I read called unwavering and you have more books. You have two books out now. I have two books and I'm working on like a protagonist. Okay. Well, let's right talk now. about protagonists. So when you have, you have the protect protagonist podcast. When did that start? And why did it start? Tell me the backstory to that.
0: Well, I have a podcast for a long time now That's called right. the protectors podcast. It's ranked top 5% in the world, which is incredible, but I wanted. Something that kind of talks to everybody, the protectors really talks to the protector community, which is you know law enforcement emergency responders, military and, and those that support them i I kind of looked at it different like in the past i don't know six, seven months I'm like, you know what? everybody can be a protector, and a lot of people can be a protagonist, and a lot of people to me, a protagonist is like the hero, the main character of a story.
1: This episode of the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast is brought to you by Direct hemp direct hemp are the cbd experts who stand behind all of their products their providers and all of the great science behind new innovations in the space so i've been using some of their products uh specifically charlotte's webb sleep gummies this is a hemp extract infused gummy with melatonin. And I'll tell you what, my wife and I have both experienced amazing results from using these sleep gummies. We're sleeping better. We're waking up more refreshed. We're falling asleep faster. We're getting more REM sleep. I really pay attention to my sleep analytics. I have several apps and devices that actually record how well my sleep is. And these things make a massive difference. And why do I care? Because sleep improves good sleep, improves judgment, recovery. It reduces stress. It reduces inflammation. It improves memory and aids in weight loss, among other things. And these are all scientifically backed facts. So you need to be getting better sleep. And the best place to get your sleep products is through direct Hemp. So check out the show notes. There will be a link to get 15% off, use the coupon code BROTHERHOOD and you'll be on your way to better sleep with great tasting, very effective gummies, as well as hundreds of other brands and companies or uh, products that you will enjoy.
0: So as you know what, I'm gonna have a spinoff of the Protectors podcast called Becoming the Protagonist, where I'll talk to people who have become protagonists of their life, whether it's someone that's a, I had a, a, a great guest on the other day, Brolick. That's her nickname. She was a MMA fighter, women's football, former Marine, left a really bad living situation and became the protagonist of her life for her and her daughter. I've had the guy who rescued Marcus Luttrell, the pararescueman on there. I've had so many different people that have been coming on the show and it's really taking off. The protagonist is kind of like my keyword now. Whenever I do anything, I'm always like, you know, I'm becoming the protagonist. It's also part of my road to 50. I'll be 50 next year. So I'm always like, you know, how am I going to be the best protagonist I can be at 50 years old? And I don't want to be that former thing anymore. I don't want to be like I used to be before. I want to be this different protagonist. I want to be the best I can be. And that's why when I'm, I'm writing this book, I'm writing and I'm talking to people and I'm shooting and I'm doing all this. I'm meeting different people and I'm kind of putting into their ear that, hey, you know what? You are the protagonist. You don't need to look up to anybody else to be the protagonist of your your story. You are the hero of your story. There's a lot of different people out there, quote unquote, influencers and a lot of people in these communities who a lot of people look up to be their heroes. And a lot of them, you know, I would hate to be really blunt in this interview, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are grifters. So the thing is, you need to find your own protagonist and that own protagonist is you and you do what you can to be the protagonist. Hey. You want to go shoot? Learn how to shoot. You don't have to be LEO, military, or anything. to Go start these competitions. Everybody, I've been doing a lot of Interf- uh International Defensive Pistol Association, U.S. Pistol Association. I'm doing three gun now. I'm doing everything I can to just have fun. And when I go out there, when I look at the sign up list, the honor says you know military, law enforcement, and all these all these other characters. Maybe a handful out of a hundred are any of those. So it's a lot of civilian types and a lot of regular everyday people who want to be protagonists. So do it. Don't hesitate to do anything.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think it's a really good way to phrase it. I love the, I love the concept. I have listened to um, the Protectors podcast and actually really enjoyed it. I mean, you talk a lot a lot about firearms and a lot of subjects, but I do understand where it, it definitely has its niche. Like there was parts I was like, I'm trying to follow this, but I'm not quite sure the language they're using or whatever so the the protagonist makes makes a lot of sense and i kind of feel like sometimes actually oftentimes i'm screaming from the rooftop for men to be the protagonist because i don't think we always see i mean you even call me out like hey look you don't have to have that background and i think there's a lot of misunderstanding for men of i needed to have done something really incredible and you've ha- you've done some pretty incredible things so sometimes um we see the people that are talking about it and we attach some of their accomplishments to the 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 need of being that role but you know when you put it in terms of like my family absolutely and also a protector i mean i'm I'm not going to just skate through life and think everything is perfect and that i don't need to be prepared for you know financial dropout or uh you know actual physical harm or or an emergency situation and I watch this happening and I'd like to hear your, your view of it, but I watch this happening and there's just many, many, many men that just aren't standing into that role. And it, and it's really hurtful to watch. It's like, I kind of take it personal, like, how can you not want to be the person? How can you not see your person yourself as capable of doing those roles?
0: Well, I tell you what, about a year ago, and you'll, you could attest to this because you've probably been watching my social media. I wasn't in the best shape of my life. I wasn't the protagonist I should be. And I have all those former titles. I have all the former whatever. So it doesn't matter what your background is. You can start tomorrow and be it, and you need to. I, you know, you, you always hear that phrase alpha male and then betas. I, I'm coming up with a new one that's called the Charlie male. And this is the guy who's sitting in the back. He knows how to shoot. He knows how to provide for his family. He knows how to protect his family. Now, let me say, let me take that back. You don't have to know how to shoot. That's me. But you know how to protect your family, whether that's financially, you know how to support them. And you know when to step up. The alpha male is out there all the time. You see them all over social media, the quote-unquote bro vets and all these other people out there, these grifters and influencers. And I'm I'm not, uh, yeah, (laughs) I am throwing shade at them because, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to name names, Mm -hmm. but you know who they are and they're out there. They're, they're the forefront of themselves. They love themselves so much. They love to scream all the time that they're alpha, alpha, alpha. And then you have the beta males who are just like, you look at them the wrong way Mm -hmm. and they, they, they pass out. The Charlie male to me is like, you're sitting in the back. You're taking care of your family. You're taking care of yourself. You're working on yourself. Nobody needs to know it. Nobody needs to know that you're there ready to pounce, to attack, to do anything to protect your family or to provide for your family. You're bettering yourself. You're doing a lot of different things. You don't back down from people, but you're not out there with your chest pumping and saying, look at me. That is kind of what I call the Charlie. This is someone who's like, they're ready to go. You always, and I hate those adages about the lions, the sheep, the wolves and shit. It's this, you're there, something hits the fan, you're going to go and you're going to do everything. You're going to capitalize on violence. You're going to capitalize on what you know, and you're going to protect your family. You're going to provide for your family and you are the protagonist. Nobody needs to know that you're the hero and nobody needs to know that what your limits are. Only you, you just kind of build and build and build You're you could be surprised of what you could do with your body when you take that next step.
1: Don't you think a lot of people overestimate, um, their, their use of force or their, their personal ability? I think that, I think that's a really common thing, but you really hit something that we're seeing a lot and it, it is this alpha male. And someone asked me the other day, actually it was yesterday. A very capable man. Actually, he's going to be at the big event, Aaron. And he asked me. He's like, I, he dropped a name, and it's one of these guys. And I'm like, uh, not a fan. And he said, uh, he didn't tell me he wasn't a fan or was a fan. He said, so why is that? And what I came up with, because I'm I'm trying to like piece it together, was it's all show. Like he's there, he's screaming everything is the F word and it's like, like, I don't care. Like my friends swear a lot, like whatever. That's not what bothers me. It's more of the, the, the way he's using his words and his, he, he's, um, he's, he's peacocking all the time. And, and I said, I just don't like that. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't like that. He's he's like, okay, well I don't either, but I was just curious where you were coming from. But I think, I mean, a lot of men, are following these guys a lot of men are following these guys i mean they're making millions if not billions in this area uh, probably multi multi multi-millions hundreds of millions through this persona that they're putting on and i wonder what they feel like when they put their head down at night because i think they feel like the rest of us like oh my gosh i got to do so much work on myself well maybe they're not maybe they've they've um confused themselves or, or sold themselves on their story as well
0: that's it right there they sold themselves on the story there's a lot and the people who use the former thing it's called justification minute or the um whenever you meet someone new and i don't do it anymore you'd be the reason i use a doctor a lot when i'm doing media is because i use it for tv and i use it for credibility but a lot of people have no idea that i have a doctor and a master's or anything if you look at me up i got tattoos everywhere i'm i'm not clean shaven i got a beard and when I meet people, I don't really talk about myself because I don't really need – oh, it's the validation. Oh, yeah, that's I like, know oh. exactly what when you're When you first talking meet someone, they, they always throw out their, their bona fides and their credentials and everything, and I'm usually just like, I'm like, that's really cool. It, it gives me something. I could find something in that conversation to relate to them and build a conversation if I want to. Or I could just use it to be like, oh, I'm going to take off. But that's the thing is like – you don't need to do the validation minute, and these guys out there, these the grifters and the alphas and all that, their their validation minute has turned into validation days. They everything they do is to validate themselves for followers and for likes and for this. My social media, I, you know, six thousand people—that's a lot of people. But I'm not out there to grift, and I'm not out there. I could talk all day long. Hey, you want to talk about the border? And I'll come up with some crazy rhetoric. I don't need to do that. I don't want to do that. I only want to speak to the facts that I know. And I don't need to say, I used to be this. I used to be that. Hey, look, I worked Al Qaeda. I've worked cartel stuff. I worked human smuggling, human trafficking. Uh, and here I am doing a validation thing. But, but that's the things I've done all these things in a past. And I've been a former captain, a former infantry, former this, former mm-hmm. that. I, right now I'm a dad and I'm, a, I'm an amateur shooter.
1: Oh I'm an gosh. amateur
0: car racer which is another thing. I mean, I'm doing a lot of different things that are just fun, but I don't need to tell people about it. If anything, I tell them about it so they can get involved with it or they could take a step outside of their, their, the barriers they've set up for themselves. You saw the other day that Mm -hmm. I read a book called the 12 hour walk. I read it one week and I said, you know what, next week, I'm just going to walk 12 hours, no headphones, no, nothing, no social media, I'm just going to walk for 12 hours. saw that. And I Impressive. did. I'm 49 years old. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not in, I'm in decent shape, but I'm not like ultra marathon shape. Yeah. But a year ago or five months ago, there's no way. So anybody could do it. And anybody, and that yeah. comes up yeah. to protect I mean, me. I've been you watching. You can do it.
1: Um, you, you've actually been, and I don't know if you do this on purpose. And I, I, I think there's a little bit of it, but you seem to dive into things and just go for it i remember you were you were kind of documenting your first you know competition with a shotgun and you're like which one should i take and you ended up didn't you end up taking like an, a remington 870 which is like the most basic like i have one i've had one forever yeah <laughs> um and and it's in it, what mm-hmm. happened in my head because i would be the guy that says oh i need to go buy the competition shotgun what happened in my head is like no that's just barrier that's an excuse you nope. can take your 870 and go do it and even just decide if it's something cool next thing i of course i see you in a course and you're shooting some badass like assault shotgun um but i i really appreciate the fact that you're documenting these things as you go almost as an everyman right like like it's the everyman uh experience except you're experiencing a lot of things in life right now
0: yeah well you know that's the thing is you could sign up for these competitions they're all over the place. And I just did my research, jumped into it. The shotgun was fun. I shot like shit. No problem. I, I, half the time I go to these competitions, if there's five stages, mm-hmm. I don't really get a good stage until, like, the last stage. But the, all before that, I'm learning something. And I'm using different guns. So if I'm going to, like, an IDPA, I'll use, like, a right. little mini uh, P365 because that's what I would carry in my day-to-day life. Um, if I'm doing a USPSA, I'll, I'll use a, a regular, um, uh, Walther. If I'm doing a three gun, it'll be like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to use this, this and that, but just get used to everything and have fun. I'm not there to win. Maybe in a couple of years, if I get good at it, I'll be there. But now yeah, anybody agree. just go. So and have I was fun. a little
1: inspired by the 12, the 12 hour walk. Like it made me think a bit, you know, I, I do walk. Well, I walk about it at 45 to a minute or to an hour every single morning, like every morning. Usually I wear a rock. I'm like, well, and I do weight training. And I was like, I, I don't know. That would not be easy. It would not be easy at all, but it, but it's not going to be overly hard. <laughs> it's a, mentally hard. Yes. Physically, yes, but not like going for a marathon run. Yeah. 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 Well.
0: No, and that's the thing is like I've learned that don't work out super hard the day before like I did and then um, account for hills because the last five hours was mostly uphill and don't worry about the distance just worry about uh, getting out there and you feel like rocking
1: helped a lot in preparing for that because you're you've been rocking a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why I love rocking. And I like, um, yeah. the thing I like about rucking too, is just getting out there and clearing your head. A lot of times when you're running, yeah, you don't really, you're just thinking about like the foot pounding on the ground and this and that, and you're trying to keep motivated with rucking, It's not crazy oxygen level deprivation. It's just, you're getting out there, your body's gonna hell of a workout and you could think. And the more, and, the older yeah, I get, the more too, I want to so just totally have some time to think.
1: The um... Do you use a go Rock pack yeah I do
0: I use um two of them one is when I do the fifty or fifty plus one of the, pounds one of I the use. jeez I, I have an old go Ruck. and then I use the um yeah I think it is I need a new one, and then I okay. have a um okay. uh just a a plate holder that ho- it holds thirty but then i I kind of shoved yeah. <laughs> an extra five pounds in there with some weights. And what I do is I velcro a um, a tourniquet on there, and I, I yeah. bring a little knife I with me go, and some Go-Ruck water and that's about
1: it. And um, people are like, what do you put in them? I'm like, plates. <laughs> I have a little emergency kit in there just because if I ever run up on something, I want to. Yeah. you know, there's room for it. But I uh, I did want to take this opportunity mm-hmm. because Goruck, you kind of connected us with them for the big events, so we you know we have Goruck packs. We bought we bought a a load of goruck packs they're not cheap but once i did that i bought one before and i had been rucking with a 511 pack or some other pack and it was fine until i tried the goruck i'm like oh like i don't have to have shoulder pain that way the entire place they're they're so incredibly amazing um yeah Mm -hmm. go rucker for 25 liter and it's just incredible but those plate holders are really nice like just the like the plate chest strap super simple simplistic
0: yeah. Yeah. And I found that it's just, it's yeah. really awesome. I want to get the 45 pound plate one and kind of stick to those two because I think with the 45, yeah. I could do the same type of thing I'm doing right now, just shoving a weight in there. But I love it because I don't really, I might strap on a, um, a camelback yeah. or something like that, but I don't really drink a lot of water if I'm only doing a couple hours. And I call them like the speed rocks, where I'll get out there and I'll just do like you know three miles, three and a half miles, and I don't really well, need water, so I don't to need to carry men. it. I even, and if I, I think do, I made it, a just post a water Last great. week,
1: like a backpack, and throw some books and throw some of your old college books in there until it's uncomfortable, and do it until it's normal, and then grab more weight, and then when you want to spend some money, here's what you do, and that's what I absolutely love about it is you know even with our trip to Montana, like we're not gonna fly plates for everybody. But we'll figure out a way to weigh that, weigh those packs down, and just you know, I don't care if you go find a rock. Like,
0: yeah. Listen, here's what you need: you need some sandbags, yep. you need some duct tape, and you just need that. That's what you need to do: just fill the sandbags up with whatever to make yeah. 30, 35 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Um, duct tape it, that sucker up you know, and throw it prefer in Prefer my weight
1: high. It just it just works better. But yeah, but yeah, that's how I started. Yeah, yeah. me too. That's how I started now. I Yeah, but if you're only going three or four miles, it's like. Every uh... probably 10 rocks, I'll start running. I'll get a mile in. I'm like, I'll just start kind of like trotting. It's not a run. And, you know, and and I'll do like two or three miles just at a really slow running pace just to kind of pick it up. But there's like nothing you can't do. And then I do ones where every mile I'll do a certain amount of squats with the pack on. So you're doing weighted squats. There's so much you can do. Um, You've lost a bunch of weight Mm -hmm. lately. That's significant.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I lost 40. Um, And I, yeah, it's pretty good. It's awesome. I have a, my, my trainer though is awesome. He's a uh, Aaron Williamson and he's a former Marine. No, he's not a former Marine. He's a veteran Marine. That's one thing. Marines are never a former Marine, but if you've ever seen JK Simmons, he's a uh, Mm world-class actor. He got him in shape for a movie called um, Whiplash. And he's got like Zac Efron shapes Stallone, and all sorts of everybody. And now he's trying to do like getting the common man in shape or woman. But he, um, he's really, he You're helped right. me out. Now I didn't have to pay for the course cause we're friends and stuff, but he tailor made that thing. And I highly recommend if someone wants mm-hmm. to get out there and get a plan, he had me down to like, you know, measuring my food, my workouts. And, but then I started supplementing extra workouts in there. So, yeah, uh, 40 pounds in 90 days. He called his program is called Intense 90, and I highly recommend that. But it also has me like, you know, when I started doing these, look, before this, I wasn't doing shooting events. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. But now I am. Now I want to do like I want to do short sprints and stuff to help me with the shooting matches. My next big thing I'm working on is doing the Murph. Which is like a CrossFit type that's thing. A, that's a, actually, then, I'd love um, to. I'd love you're going to be doing it with me. To, you're I doing it with me, Scott. Do you you don't even. But I'd love to be.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. No, awesome. you're going
0: to do it now. Protectors Podcast is an okay. official host. Yep. Uh, the other thing, too, is I'm doing a 100-mile well, do bike ride. Huh? A century, they call it. So I'll be doing that. The next day,
1: you'll now. probably wonder why. <laughs> no, it's just fine.
0: Yeah, why not? That's the thing. It's like, you know, why not? Well, that's the thing yeah. is like I'm I'm at the point now where I want to see what I could do to push my body and I want to push it and push well, it,
1: and push it uh, and see how far I can go and mentally as well. Recently. So, I mean, um, everything and I hope people don't feel called out on this. But in my circle, there's a lot of like push yourself physically, push yourself physically, push yourself physically. But there's been a few obstacles recently with these guys that talk about pushing yourself physically. And I realized that they are mentally strong when it comes to physical things, but when it comes to emotional difficulty, they fold like a paper airplane. I mean, they are just done. Mm -hmm. And that made me really think of the importance of being all around resilient and being prepared in your mental, your emotional, spiritual, everything. Like, are, are you going to fold easily when things get tough? And these guys, you know, they, they go about life on, you know, I'm super resilient and I know what I'm doing. And then something comes up that kind of challenges them a little bit. And it's like, it's like, they just kind of shrink back and it's, it's really sad. Um, what do you do to keep yourself like ready for those mental, emotional challenges? Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I stopped drinking (laughs) for one, you know? You know, I'll have a beer here and there, but I'm not drinking regularly. Mm. The other thing, too, is I'm I'm learning as much as I can all the time, reading, writing, um, getting certifications, still getting certifications, this time for cyber, um, because I'm interested Mm. in that stuff. I'm trying to be resilient as much as I can and know a lot. If you keep your mind working, then it's not going to get off on some tangents if you keep your mind busy and, you know, out of everything I'm doing, I'm also, I noticed. I never really put anything yeah. about my family on social media, but I'm really focusing on that, you know, focusing on being a great father, being there with my kids, spending time with my kids. That keeps me mentally in shape. As I show them love, they're showing me love. I don't need to, I'm not getting down my depression has gone down my just taking that step and getting off the couch and walking and being physical. Oh yeah. And moving my body has shown my kids that they could do it too. So if I get up and I do a 12 hour walk, my kids are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to walk 12 hours, no social media, no nothing. And they're like, you can. I'm like, yeah. The one day I got up and I said it was a Friday afternoon. I said, you know what? For father's day, I'm going to get off my couch, walk to my front door, and I'm going to take a 55-pound mm-hmm. rock, and I'm going to walk to the Lincoln Memorial, which is 13 miles. And I did. Yeah. You know, my kids see me doing stuff like that, and it shows them that they could do it. The re- another reason I started competing is because I want them to show that I can still compete. I can yep. still do stuff. So while they're doing all their sports, I'm doing my sport. Yeah.
1: So it That's gets just- them
0: involved too. So now they're like, huh,
1: maybe I should do that it does so it's more talking to it keeps uh, you mentally that focused podcast and he we were talking about uh my son my my 14 year old started band and band in texas goes literally from 7 a.m to about 9 p.m we pick him up at 9 p.m and he has a lunch break but you know they just sit there and eat and then he's got a dinner break we get him for wow. two hours which ends up being an hour between trans transition but before this started, I'm like, hey, you know, you've been working out all summer. I don't ask him to work out. He just comes in the gym and joins me. And he's like, no, well, I'm not stopping. And I didn't believe him. He's up at 6 a.m. in the gym, ready to go, 14 year- years old. And um, well, that's,
0: yeah, it's insane. Scott, where do these kids come from, man? Same what way with mine, man. He's watching, he's lifting. 14 years old. He's lifting all the time.
1: Consistency always working on bettering yep. ourselves and we're not, I'm not preaching it. I'm not telling him to go get in the gym, but I'm talking about doing hard things and, and keeping yourself, you know, in shape and his mom does the mm-hmm. same thing. And the whole thing of the power of the modeling that you're doing right now, that is what parenting is really about. It's not what you're telling them. It's about what you're doing. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. I can't wait to see this generation mm-hmm. of Absolutely. kids uh, kind of they're struggling through the covid thing, you know, they struggled through the covid thing, but they're going to come up. I think they're going to be pretty stinking resilient. I think they're. Gonna...
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I always see these kids like, oh, this new generation, the problem yeah. is with social media, right. people are seeing things differently. They're they're seeing the bad and they're not seeing the good. These kids nowadays, my daughter is a machine. My son is a machine. She's 12. He's 14 same thing with your son. There is a whole generation out here.
1: This episode is brought to you by Dapper Guru. Dapper Guru are men products that help you look good while conquering the world. Let's face it, gentlemen, we should not be using our wife's soaps and oils and such. We should smell like men and use products developed specifically for men. My friend at Dapper Guru, Robert created these products. He tests these products. He is the real deal this is a veteran owned, veteran supported company. And the cool thing is, is if you go to that web page, and put in the code brotherhood, you will get 10% off all of your purchases. I use the products, my son uses the products, Josh uses the products, you should be using the products. That's Dapper Guru. Check out the link in the podcast notes, go place an order place a small order, check it out. Uh, and you will know why we use these products.
0: Who are like, they could look at their social media, they could play their video games, but they are, <laughs> can you imagine our, 14 at our age? Right. Like yeah. hitting a gym all the time and watching like your calories and hydration. that's yeah, pretty cool. I didn't know anything about water when I was a kid. Now it's these kids cool. are and drinking water your, all I mean, you know, simple things, series, like that, things like that. though. You're
1: like, wow. Like literally that's my challenge to you. Like, what are you doing? My, my boys, both of them focus on hydration because their mom and I focus on hydration so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. And my son, my my uh, 18 year old son just went in for it's an interview so awesome. and he's like, oh, I got to talk about like uh, leadership and stoic philosophy and <laughs> like, sweet, cool. Like, I'm glad you're into that stuff. But he's like, they told me right on the mm-hmm. spot they are hiring me. I'm like, yeah, well, like not many 18 year olds come in with as much leadership training. And so it's, it's been, it's been fun, but again, it's a call yeah. to parents, to dads, to just go do, do the things that you really should be doing. Cause that's what really speaks volumes for your kids. Um, mm-hmm. so you got, you're working on a book right now, you've got unwavering. What was the second book you wrote out of the shadows. And is that about, um, kind of the whistle blowing
0: out of the shadows? Yeah. That's just about the migrant kids at the border, uh, more about the kids at the border. It yeah. kind of gives you a, a real good snapshot of overview uh, of what's going on at the border when it comes to that's
1: been kind of a hot topic children. recently. So when did you write that one? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I right wrote on. that about. So let's two tell everybody where ago. they can find you so they can start yeah, following you. Years. Not that you need more followers, but I think they should be following you.
0: Yep. <laughs> well i am on i use mostly i use instagram at dr jason piccolo and then i but the podcasts are all over the if you follow the protectors podcast look for this mug or yeah. a guy with tattoos on the cover because there's some other ones out there portraying the protectors yeah, that's and cool. that'll also be um, cool. yep. becoming this well, is some... attached to that show too so they the episodes you get
1: some, some cool swag i bought a and yeah, on LinkedIn just twenty four well. or not a Reagan? Excuse me, Rambo twenty four shirt. <laughs> you have a cool mug, so I know you have some Rambo really kind of cool stuff. Yeah, out there. I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, no, totally. I can tell.
0: Yeah, and NFTs stuff's basically priced at cost, just because. Yeah. So That's if awesome. anybody out there you wants to buy swag, a swag, just tell card. me and I'll,
1: I'll keep your heads up. <laughs> um, you but yeah, we'll see too, you so, here yeah. in a month. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, and yeah. congratulations on your Jack Carr. I don't know how many times you've interviewed Jack Carr, but you interviewed Jack Carr right after they kind of nailed the deal for the show.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. I interviewed him like I literally walked over to the National Mall that a Zoom yeah, or a Skype call with him and recorded it. I
1: was like, the dude, day I, he you found out that Chris right Pratt on was gonna be, that they kind of had signed the so, deal. Yeah, yeah. You told him he hit the jackpot. I did. Oh, I, was like he? Like an hour later, you just side side uh, side. His publisher's step a little process. mad at me, but hey, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> what a great opportunity, though. I mean, that's and now he's, he's yeah. Blown up. He was already big before, but that show is ridiculous. I don't know what you think of it. I thought it was ridiculously awesome so far. So, yeah. Right on, Jason. Mm -hmm. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Can't wait to see you in a month. We're going to go rock. We're going to talk. We're going to spend time at the fire. We're going to do cool things. Can't wait.
0: Get ready to tune into stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career, and their communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast.